Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about, here in September, to start talking about holiday planning for maximum outreach in your community. Wait. That's that. But Christmas is only, let's see, three months minus two days away. If I were working fast, I could tell you it's almost here. And if you're that, watching it live. Right. Yeah. If you're watching us live, right, on Wednesday. But the other piece is like, I'm just thinking, okay, that's two months minus a couple, four days to start decorating. So you know what, y'all? You've got to start thinking not just about how you're going to decorate, but what you're going to do for the holidays. And especially because you need to get word of mouth and plan, plan, plan. Well, here's, here's, here's a key here. I mean, this is, and this is, this is huge in the church is that unless you do something different yes. or plan something different, you're going to do this year what you did last year, what you did the year before. And I want to ask you, were the results what you hoped for? Yeah. Did Do you have, can, can you look across your congregation and say, well, there's a new member who came from my Christmas series. There's someone who came from my holiday series. Or is it like for most of us, we look across the congregation and go, yeah, that was a whole lot of work, and where is everybody? Well, I don't know. Well, see, here's what I see happen, is that there's a whole lot of work, and then we feel good about it because it, it went well, right? It looked right. well. It went well. And and that's output. Maybe, I may have talked about this last week or the week before. I'm really right now into output and and, um, and outcomes. And Big so difference. there is a huge difference, right? So we put it in. I, I'm just going to use uh, live nativities for an example, it's right? A great, it's a great yeah, example I, I because so. we're going to talk right. about it later on. Yes, we are. <laughs> So it's on my mind, I'm yeah. sure. Right. So we we plan for a, a a live nativity. There are so many details that that go into it, and, and we get it, and we have a live nativity. And people show up. They, they come do stand show in up. the street. And they we drive by. They that. wave. Right. They beep their horn. And, and we scare feel, the animals. Yes. Oh mercy. <laughs> We've done these several times. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they, we feel good about it. Rightfully so. Everybody came together. We really were a community. And boy, so it feels we have, good. It, 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 it does. Without a hitch. And rightfully so. Right. Rightfully so, and people got to hear the the story, perhaps Christmas Jesus, story. Uh, yeah. the Christmas story, maybe in a new way if they're kind of new to that, right? But right. often we use the same scripts, or a live nativity is more like a diorama. Uh, but the question is just what you're asking. It's almost like a so what. If that was what you wanted to be your outcome, that people felt good about it, you know, they smiled, they came by and honked so they could wave and scare the animals, uh, you know, then you've got some, uh, that's still output though. Or well, if no, that's no, what no, your no. goal was, yeah, then that, you've right. got outcomes. That's your outcome. but, but is that really what you want your outcome to be? You can leverage it into so much more. Could. You, could, which, you which, can. Which really gets us to our first point. Yeah, go. Which is, our first point is, if you're going to make the most of your holidays, and, and I think both of us agree, I don't think we're going to argue on this one much, not even a lively conversation on the whole point of the church is to make disciples. Right. New disciples. Right. And better disciples. Right. And better disciples always make new disciples. That's right. That's how it works, okay? So, we see we don't argue on that one. All right, so if the goal is to make disciples, then the goal isn't to feel good. I mean, we want to feel good, don't get me wrong. But if that's the ultimate outcome we're going for, is that, wow, we pulled that off, then you've got a problem. So step one is to craft a clear vision. What is it you want from all the holiday activities 
that you're about to plan and put into practice. It, do, do you just want to have a good feeling and everyone feels good? Sometimes there's time in church history. Church we life, have to do where that. We have to do that. We have to do but that. But most churches at this point have are at a, a struggling place. Most of the churches we work with are, you know, we're still trying to recoup from, from COVID. And, you know, and, and our, our attendance is down and our members are getting older. Oh, they're getting tired. I just had a conversation today with the pastor who says, we have 100 in average worship attendance, but but our people are tired. They, they right. The Pareto principle is 80-20. He says, I'd be happy with the Pareto principle. We're at best 15% doing the work and the other 85% going, we used to do that. We're tired. We're not doing anymore. So if you want something different, if you want to bring in new people, if that's the goal, then you need to craft a clear vision of what it is that we want, what is the outcome that we want from all his activities and plan from there. Okay, so I want to say this too. Yeah. It is okay to want people to come back, right? It's okay to say, you know, that, yeah, the purpose, right, the vision for our live nativity, I'm just going to stick with it, right? yeah, for sure. our live nativity is that uh, that we reach people, that we'll see those people come to our Christmas Eve service or the Sunday and before or, Christmas, which yeah, happens right. to be Christmas Eve this right, year, right? right? That that they will they'll and, and come. And back in January. And, and, and in January. Definitely. And, you know, they, 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 and the they, Sunday after Christmas, right? right? That, that, that's not that okay. That ought to be our expectation. Yes, exactly. That we have, we have said... We're doing all this for the primary, not the sole purpose, no. perhaps, but the primary purpose of reaching the people in our community to help introduce them to Jesus Christ and bring them into the church, our church or another church, but into the kingdom of God at least, and hopefully our church if we're doing the work. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm thinking? Oh, my gosh. So we're, we're all about the good news, right? It's it's Christmas, like the birth of good news, the good news right. guy, right? And so... Oh, like the good news guy. Is, a, right, right. right. I mean, he is the good news, right? So anyways, we got the birth of good news guy, capital G, please. And <laughs> <laughs> G-N-G. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyways, uh, so here he is, but we don't tell the good news. We tell the story. We get him into the manger. Woohoo. You know, let's... Let's go for it, and we might even do through the resurrection. But we're not telling the good news. We're not, right. and people just don't know that. Well, and and and, and I, don't, I want to real quick define that the good news isn't that Jesus died for you and 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 broke all the barriers. The good news is you can have a full and abundant life because of that. And the good news for any individual is that I can have a different life than I have now. That's the good news. It's not pine this guy by and by my sins are forgiven. It's that I can have a better life, a full and abundant life. Beginning today, if I follow the the, the, the training, the, the the commandments, the the uh, beyond the suggestions, following Jesus in the ways of, well, in His ways. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I preached on Sunday, and one of the lines in my my message that I might have stolen, but if not, I really like it from myself. Um, you it, stole it from me. Is, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, good try. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't there, no, so I don't know. I know, you don't know. So anyways, it, it was that, uh, you know, a lot of us preacher types are more than happy to sell you fire insurance, but Jesus didn't come for insurance. He brings you assurance. Oh, I like and, it. Right? I love it. Yeah, I know. Great. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I hope nobody else has said oh, that, right? I'm sure someone has said that sometime, but, you know. I'm sure they right, have. Yeah. I know, I've stolen it. For, right, right, like, right. here All right, are so, the quotations. So come back. Number one job in planning your outreach or, or your Christmas, Christmas stuff, your, your whole holiday stuff yeah. from, from Thanksgiving through the third week after 
the new year, because you need to be planning at least that far out, is that you have to have a clear vision of what we want to happen from there. Right. And, and to do that, we need to, we need to do the planning, but, and we need to do the vision, have that vision, but we need a compelling message. Right. Something to tell us, remind us, and remind our church that this is what we're in the business for, that this is where we're going. So step one, craft a clear vision. Know for sure what it is you're trying to accomplish, the outcomes you want, so that as you begin to plan, and do this before you start planning, right. you know, that as you plan, you're saying, how will this bring more people? How will this, how will we connect with more people and so on? Right. I think, and, and let's, let's be real about that because, you know, when one of the pieces you just said made me think, what do we want out of this? And again, a lot of people are going to say, we want to, we want a nativity. We want our plan, planning to be a nativity or a kid's program, right? right? Or something along those and that's, lines. That's, that's bait or that's a tool to, yeah. to, to communicate the right. gospel. Right. Right. Right, exactly. The, to give you a taste of the gospel, or to right. catch your attention about right. the gospel, yeah. right? The, another to bring piece, you from the way out to the crowd, where you don't even know who we who we are, to who we are, and hopefully to to not just who we are, but that we have something that's valuable yeah. for you. This is why we do what we do, right. right? I mean, we say this all the time. Do you think I'd have three degrees and uh, a lot of certifications and? Make what a minister makes, and uh, and 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 do that if I didn't believe what I'm selling, you know, what right, I exactly. I do and follow this man. Uh, so yeah, okay. Um, but as well um, about having that clear vision, it's it's that we've taught this in a different way for years. Is that um, write a news article yeah, for three are. three the third week into January? Just what make it January twenty like first. What are they saying done? about what? what your outcome is not just oh you had you know this you had this really nice stable and animals and y'all just really look i mean from the outside they don't care really if y'all were together and everything but wow that next sunday they had 20 new people they had two new people what is your vision right. so keep going right. we okay, need so a compelling message that aligns with our culture. Right, exactly, right? we're trying okay. to get there. Okay, that's number one, so right. craft a vision so you know what you want so you can plan everything with that in mind. Number two, plan concrete activities. Be specific about what you're planning and why you're planning them. So often we have, well, every year we do this and every year we do that and every year we do the other and, and that, that may be great, right. but why? Why are we doing these things? And if we have a vision of what we're trying to accomplish, do these things line up with that? Um, I worked with a church that, that this was a Thanksgiving deal. Um, every year they did, it was like, it was like 50, 75 Thanksgiving baskets, a full, big, you know, everything for, for indigent families, families that were poor, couldn't afford or whatever. Food insecure. Food insecure. That's like my it. word yeah. of the week. Food yeah. insecurity. All right. And so... But they, they partnered with another agency in the community who gave them the names. And that agency said, you cannot introduce yourself as members of the church or of any church. You can't put any um, information in the basket about your church. In other words, it was a completely anonymous, including, including anonymous from Christianity, anonymous gift. And I said, you got to stop this. Yeah. And they were like, but this is our number one activity every year. We are known all around. No, and it's like, no, you're not. Because right. no one knows you're doing it right. besides right, you. Right, right, right. <laughs> no one knows because you're not allowed to share. Right. So they said, well, what, well we, we don't want to stop doing it. I said, you don't have to stop doing it. You just need to find another agency to partner with. And I bet there's another agency out there that would love to have someone deliver 50 to 75 baskets who would say to you, 
Of course you can introduce yourselves. Of course you can invite people into to come and participate in your church, to come to whatever. And it's like, oh, oh, we get it. The whole point of this was to communicate the gospel. And if you can't communicate the gospel, you got to stop it. Go ahead. Well, no, because I'm thinking of smaller towns, right? okay? And that's uh, that's something that, you right. know, small mid-time towns, mid-sized towns do as well. And that when, yeah, but they may town. not have, right, but right. they may not have alternative places that they can go. But you try to become the distribution area, right? So that people might come and pick up their baskets and pick yep. them up there. Or if you're delivering them, you put it into the basket. They may not want you information to. Information in the basket. Yeah. You put your information into the basket. Don't right. make it overt. Don't yeah, put yeah. tracts in there or anything else. But slide in about what your yeah, upcoming it, holiday. Yeah. Uh, what are they going to do? Tell you can't do be, it again next right? year. You go fine. I'll find somebody else. All right. Yeah. So we'll you know, you, you've else. got to, as you make your plans, look at a what you're already doing or what you already normally do your traditions, right. and then ask, will this line up with our vision? If not, you have two options. Number one is to realign what you're doing the second is a cancel but let's start off with you look this we do a christmas bazaar every year great you do a christmas bazaar how is that doing doing you know uh, reaching your vision well we make a lot of money that's not the point okay if, if making money is the point then all we're doing is feeding the community what they already think about the church. They only want our money. Right. They're all about the money. Well, they uh, make uh, really good they make really good sausage yeah. Okay. Anyway, have the, really cool crafts. That's right. why I go there. Yeah. And 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 we're taking their money. Right. And again, it, it just feeds into what they already believe right. about the church. It's all about the money. And so, how do you take your Christmas bazaar this year, and and make it into a gospel delivery system, a deliver, a system by which, again, not handing them a, a religious tract that says here's the gospel, because that's again that's not the gospel. It's about making. A relationship, connecting, getting them to show up at your worship service where they can build a real connection with people, your church members, have lunch with them, you know, get to know them, and get to know Jesus in the process. So, how do you rework that? Because you can. That's oh the, yeah. Again. But if you have an event that you can't rework, it just doesn't work to do your then really. Nix it because it's not a part of your vision. I know, but I can just hear churches saying, and I I would agree with y'all if they said no, we can't. And and you know, for me, then adjust okay, your, wait, then wait, adjust, your adjust it. You adjust well, but you can adjust what you do, right? right. I mean, but G- if Christmas, if, wait a minute, Christmas is Jesus's gift to the church. Right? I really I believe that. So if you've got traditions that are working and they work for you, you don't mess with those. But you either add to it. Or you tweak it to work. Okay, so you're changing to it. Enough. Well, you're che- you're right. not you're you're going to tweak it. So I'm thinking about this bazaar. Okay, right. I want people to come back. Churches are stodgy. What do they do? They're here to raise music. I'm going to have people carol through there. And if I can get them to dress up, I'm going to have like if I'm having a live nativity, I'm still on this or a kids pageant. You know, if I've got kids, then I'm going to I'm going to have them in their costumes and whatnot, and I'm going to have them singing or doing whatever and walking them around. And isn't that cute? I mean, people want cute, but I'm going to be making sure. Like I don't know, I, I would put something maybe on the back of a kid's uh, costume that says "Follow me to, follow me here," you know. But I'd also with that, I you know, I, I mean, one of the best ideas I've had in churches I've served is to do some kind of a, a kids 
uh, special kids Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, parents or grandparents, their adults can go and shop or do whatever they need to do. And you do something with the kids that are meaningful, not just crafts, but there are all kinds of things so that they're getting the stories, right? But you've got to make your kids visible if you're going to do something like that. What are your outcomes? I want them to come back. So I want to have them fun. I want to capture their attention. I know we're going to talk about our marketing plans, but that can be a great marketing plan. So you take that bazaar and you make it into a marketing plan. Right. No argument there. Okay. okay good. I, I, I was saying something that you cannot tweak if you can, you know, that, that is not doing it. If, if you have an in-house Christmas party and only church members are invited, then you know if you have it, to add something. Right, right, exactly. And you if, don't throw it out. Right, and if but well, and if you can't, then you have to say either we if it doesn't align with this, what are the outcomes we want from that? So our, if the outcome is we're building camaraderie within the congregation, right. then that then that then we just say up front, right. that's what the outcome okay, is. I'm with it you has there. nothing to do with the vision. That, that's okay. right. And so it comes back to that original question. Do you want to reach people and use your holiday plans for maximum outreach? Do you really want it to have a what next, or do you want it to end right then and there? Right. Okay. So what? Okay, so go. what? One more piece of that, and yep. and that is, I love your idea of the kids and all that, but I want to go on all of them one step further. Okay, take us. It's really hard to market if you don't have contact information. Oh, mercy. So true. you know, and 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 how do you get contact information from your live nativity scene? Well, I, I got a great idea, which is an idea you've heard me say before. You need a door prize. That's right. You need a great door prize. You know, if you're a rural, and this happened with us, if you're in a rural community, you know, you give away, you know, a door prize and you get a, a prize hog. You know, you get to take home, you know, you have to take We've it home tonight. That. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Okay. But we were in a community we'll where deliver that, where it that, to that, you. That, that, which is exactly what happened. I know, I know. <laughs> they delivered it. And we're, we're at the Parsons. We're going, awesome. what are we going to do with this thing? Anyway, you know, but, you know, a, a door prize they want. A, a, speaking of holidays, one of our clients um, did a, a big special thing for 4th of July this year. And they, 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 instead of doing what they always did, they said, we'll do a door prize. And they, they did an iPad. They went out and spent, invested $250, $300 on an iPad. And they, they didn't raffle it. That's, that's making money. Right. They, they did a door prize. And you just had to sign up. They had 4,000 people show up for the event. They had 600 households sign up for the door prize. They got 600 sets of contact information with names, addresses, phone numbers, right. emails, right. and they are following up, have been following up. They've done baptisms. They, they, it's, done, it's done great. Same kind of thing here. Do a great door prize and then follow up with Christmas advertising right. and New Year's advertising right. and ad nauseum. Go right. ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, and I want us also to think farther out, right? Absolutely. Or further out, yeah, rather. Yeah, it's not okay, just about right, December. Right. So let me say this, that uh, one of the churches that I worked with had um, a woman who made these gorgeous wreaths. And so she, um, she made two gorgeous wreaths and there were some other items for their door prices. And, but with those, there were there was um, some advertising, if you will. We had flyers as well uh, that that talked about doing a wreath workshop, and so then we got the names because you had to sign up, right? You had to, to put get, your yeah. email, to, your to phone number freebie, to get right? the, the to get prize. the door prize, right? So we got all that information, and then we were able to invite them then back for the workshop, which then 
we had our kids stuff around and she was a mom and so she was you know able to bring other moms together people who had enjoyed her her wreaths and and there were older people too of course so anyway so they came we got some pieces with the kids christmas pageant we know christmas eve was telling the christmas story but we have i still have these um uh, angel halos and wings and animal noses so a that everybody it was a spontaneous a, a spontaneous christmas, christmas pageant, pageant that, no, no, you know, no that practice we, christmas pageant right yeah it was a blast i've done that with several churches absolute blast and then uh and the follow-up was that we we can we did the invitations for different events but we then did another wreath in uh in the spring so that's you know, that's one of those pieces you're thinking out into into the right, next into year, the future, right? right? Exactly, because yeah. it's not all about just this holiday. Right, and it's let about me bring new people in. Uh, um, with one of the ways that you, one of the things to do, get their um, get their addresses if you can all get their addresses, and then write uh, invitations. Thank you invitations. Yep. Thank, Well, thank yous for being there. I never did thank yous, but we just we invited people. We did Christmas right. cards, and we got people from the church, as many people who'd come, and a church provided the envelopes or the cards and the stamps, and people just just yep. you know signed on. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Okay. So you plan your activities. You know, plan whatever your activities based on your vision. Now, probably in your community, there, there's prob most communities have activities that are already planned for the city. Right. Or, you know, the Chamber of Commerce is doing this or whatever. You know, there's activities that, uh, or events, the Christmas parade, right. et cetera, yeah. et cetera, that your church can participate in. And we want to encourage you to do a couple of those, one of those, whatever it is that you're, based on the size of your church, get involved with. But, again, when you approach any of these, you, your, your top question is, how are we going to leverage it so that we get contact information so we can invite them to? So, again, same deal. How do we get content information uh, in, in our community, well, the community where I served, the last church I was at, um, every year they had the mayor's um, holiday tree lighting. He called it, he was real clear, it's Christmas tree, but uh, the city called it the holiday tree lighting. And I mean, he showed up as, you know, as Santa Claus, the mayor did. And it was a great event. It was a great event. And um, the church was at, that I was at, we became, we were the hayride and we were the hot cocoa um, stop. And people stopped, they got hot cocoa, we interacted, we got contact information, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so we could follow up. So how do you leverage the events that are there, even the ones that you're not necessarily um, going to be Sponsor. sponsoring or right. hosting? Right, okay? hosting. The other thing in, when you do this planning, and that, and that is the plan, and we talk about this a lot, but I'm, I'm going to continue to beat this drum, plan vision focused relevant sermon series yes please you know this is the, the, the holiday season a time for celebration it's also very stressful you know how do you have a stress-free or a, a stress a less stress holiday season the great sermon series to talk about because people are more concerned about that than they are love hope joy and peace right. that's not the right order but for advent it, it, no one celebrates Advent outside of the church. Right. And, but we all celebrate Christmas and the run-up to Christmas. And I'm not saying scrap Advent. Go ahead and do that. But let's create sermon series that talk about those, perhaps those things, but right. putting it in language that, that connects with people right. who don't go to church. And, and they say, wow, I've got to go hear that because I'm really, this is going to be a horrible Christmas. Or right. this is a great Christmas, but I've lost the meaning. There's, you know, whatever. Right. So yeah, so just some things I've done like right. over the years personally of ministry. Um, 
uh, I call it the count up to Christ Christmas. And then uh, uh, in publicity and talking out there, we don't talk about Advent, but we do have an Advent wreath. Sure. But what we start with really is we, we're talking about that and why, why it's there. And even we'll talk about what Advent yeah. is and we'll have inserts or something, right. in some information that says what Advent is. Right, uh, nothing wrong with right, Advent, right. but we have to educate right. once they're there. Right. Once they're there, don't they're educate not coming, come. Generally, they're, some people would come because it's Advent. Those right. who are those, CE Christian, right? Christian, Christian Easter, Easter, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, right. another thing I've done is um, uh, the se when the season sucks, right? Oh, well, there we are. Survival, like or survival tips, season survival tips. Yeah. And right. so you know, we really do talk about. Uh, uh, you know, what about your family? You know, what about when you've got loss? Or there are all kinds of, like, when your family fights or when you don't have your family, when there's an empty chair at, at your table, right? right? Uh, so anyways, that's that's where you're going to really hit home. And people show up for that kind right. of stuff. Right, and there's good news, right, right. in exactly. all of that. Exactly, okay. All right, so Gotta point three, because we're, all, we're almost out of time, always. and I always wanted to touch into this, and that is, you got your vision, you know what you want to accomplish, you're designing your um, events and your sermon series to, to communicate the vision and to bring new people in and connect with them. The last bit is how do you get the word out? You got to create a marketing plan. I know there's a lot of churches push, we don't do marketing. Well, yes, you do. When you tell your congregation, we want you to get out and invite, that's called word of mouth yeah. marketing. So let me just invite you to get over it and this will work with the language that communicates and marketing communicates. And there's three things I wanna talk about real quick on just bullet point list. Number one, pastor, you are the face of your church in the community. You need to be out uh, hobnobbing with the mayor, the chamber of commerce director, chamber of commerce in general, your, your local vendors or uh, business owners, et cetera, et cetera. You need to be out there, especially in this season, but you need to be out there the, the other 360 days Oh my gosh, days yeah, too. don't try to pack it in there. Right, exactly. But you need to be out there and letting people know and being the face of the community. Just get out there. Number two is word of mouth marketing. I'm going to let you run with this because this is, this is where we get your members inviting and you've, you've done something for years that has been very, very successful in yeah, this. Yeah, you go to a mall or someplace like a little cafe or something, you got two people uh, from the church and they <laughs> they start talking about what's going on at the church. And um, whisper, we, campaigns. A whisper campaign, oh me, when the first time I was taught that. So yeah, you just go and you're, you're, you, you do that. And then, you know, you do it for a while in one setting and then you go move across the, you know, the, the courtyard. But or you gotta make sure another, you're dropping the name of the church. Drop the name of the church, drop what's the time, going on, why you know, you're excited right? about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and you're not doing it to sound like, oh, you know, right. this is, you know, this is my, my church necessarily right. doing it. It's like, I am so excited about what's happening at, at our church down the street. Okay, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to waylay you because that's a okay. good one too. Yeah, we got I was talking about the candy canes ones. Oh, my candy canes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh. really what I was hitting oh, okay. at. Okay, I, I really like, love yeah, yeah. the other, obviously, right? The candy canes. Oh, I have, I have done this for... Years. I don't know, Decades, years, probably. like 25, yeah. 25 years or so, maybe more. No, 25. Um, yeah, you just, you take a piece of, you know, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I run things off. I'm like really simple about stuff like this. You uh, take and divide a piece of paper into four and you run off, you know, in each one. So you've got a quadrant Use of Canva, paper. Use Canva, make yeah. it, do something And it says, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Whatever you're advertising. Yeah. Your upcoming well, sermon series like, or you your know, kids Christmas, stuff. Or... Christmas at, uh, say, Lakewood Heights, United Methodist Church. That's where I became a Christian. You know, Christmas there. And then you you have like what your sermon series is and 
events that are coming up right. and then you glue a candy cane on it. And so, or not glue, you, you tape a candy cane on or, it. Or tie a ribbon around it, whatever. Or, or whatever. And then you pass them out. This has been my favorite part. You pass them out to people, like you, you move a, 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 a uh, basket with them in there. Get the kids, if you have any, to help you uh, distribute, distribute them. them among, and, and, and during worship. During worship. And you ask everybody to take two to three. And then when uh, and then they're to give them to people they know or they meet. Uh, and s people come back. We have run out of candy canes every time I've done that because people will come back over and over and over again. Another thing you can do is instead of taping it on there, actually this is how I prefer it, is you take a ribbon and you tie the ribbon around there. I've given it to people at Walmart. Um, there's a grocery store where I used to pray for this man. He always looks so sad. I prayed for him all the time, but every year I made sure he got a candy cane and been prayed on. All right, so last one is social media planning, and that really is you got to create an event in social media and it needs to have you know, kind of like what you just talked about, good graphics and all the information, and then get your congregation to share it, to comment on it, to like it, et cetera, et cetera. And you also need to do Christmas posts or, or yeah, holiday yeah, posts yeah. that are like once a week or twice a week twice. that are talk about going out and, and get your congregation to talk it up on social media. Hey, we, we'll, we've done episodes on um, social media marketing. I want to point you there for the time being because we've had we, there's a lot more that can be said and we have no time. So, hey, start planning and start planning around the vision of what you want out of your be thinking of it. Right. It's start not it too too late. It's not too early. Yeah, it's not too early. It's it, not too early. It's almost it, too late. But yeah, it's almost too late. So, hey, we'll see you again next week. Yes, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.